the Giants take the field. Tony Kubek steps to the plate, and the World Series is underway. Billy O'Dell breaks off a sharp curveball, and Kubek strikes out. Bobby Richardson, always a tough World Series performer, singles. Brilliant rookie Tom Trish singles to center in his first World Series appearance, and O'Dell is quickly in trouble. But he strikes out Mickey Mantle. However, the danger isn't fast. Roger Maris, who hit a record 61 homers in 1961, is up next. He takes a pitch for a strike. Then with a count two and two, Maris swings and sends a long drive going deep to right field. Philippe Ballou races back toward the fence. Ballou leaps high above the fence, gets his glove on the ball, can't hold it. The ball drops and so does Alou after his brilliant try. Richardson and Tresh race home with the first runs of the series and Maris pulls up for the double. With one out on the giant third inning, Chuck Hiller picks on the first pitch and strokes a double to left center. bounces on Ford's first pitch for a shot past Cleet Boyer. Hiller holds up at third. Then with two men on, Willie Mays comes through with a single to center field. Hiller comes on to score, and the Giants even the count at two and two. In the Yankee seventh, Boyer ties into one of Odell's pitches and sends a long drive. Going, going, it's gone. And some lucky kid is going to get a World Series souvenir. Boyer's homer gives the Yankees a 3-2 lead. Now only Harvey Keene stands in the way of a Whitey Ford victory. He flies to Mickey Mantle, and the Yankees win 6-2. Whitey's record string of World Series shutout innings was snapped at 33 and two-thirds, but nonetheless, he added to another record with his 10th World Series victory. Ralph Terry, 23-game winner, will pitch for New York. Jack Sanford, who won 24, will start for San Francisco. And these rabid giant fans will be cheering him on. Chuck Hiller leads off for the Giants in the first inning with a hard drive to right field. Roger Maris races over toward the line, makes a desperate attempt at a shoestring catch. For a split second, he seems to have the ball. It clings to his straining fingertips. But then the ball skids away. His momentum carries Maris into the right field corner. By the time he recovers, Hiller coasts into second with a two-base hit. Philippe Bellou pushes a sacrifice bunt to Dale Long that moves Hiller over to third base. Ralph Terry tries to hold Hiller on third, but Matty Alou grounds to Richardson, and Hiller scores to give the Giants a quick one-to-nothing lead. In the fifth inning, Pagan is hit by pitch, but the safety helmet gives him perfect protection. 
then despite the fears of the crowd, Jose bounces back on his feet and trots off toward first base. In the seventh, McCovey connects solidly with all his 200 pounds behind the swing. It's going, going, it's gone. Giants lead two to nothing. Jack Sanford, still pitching strongly, strikes out Foyer in the eighth inning. Pinch hitter Johnny Blanchard also strikes out. Number six for Sanford. After two out in the Yankee ninth, Mickey Mantle smashes a long drive to right field. It bounces off the fence, and Mickey races into second with a double. Maris now represents the tying run at the plate. Maris hits the first pitch to Hiller. He's thrown out easily, and the Giants win 2 to nothing on a brilliant three-hitter by Jack Sanford, and the series is tied. sellout crowd of 71,434, a testimonial to baseball's tremendous appeal. With a scoreless tie prevailing in the second, Pierce faces Howard. The Yankee catcher blasts a long drive to left. Philippe Bellou takes one look, starts backpedaling toward that low curving wall. The ball seems too high for him, but up he goes for a leaping one-handed stab of the ball. It just barely sticks in the web of the mitt. With the game still scoreless in the fifth, Elston Howard is on second with a double. Scourin lashes a terrific liner toward third. Davenport leaps up, grabs it. There's a throw to second base, and it's in time to double up Elston Howard. The shutout duel continues into the seventh. But Billy Pierce's first pitch in the inning is lined to center field by Tom Tresh for a single. And the Yankees pose a threat against the left-hander. Next, Mickey Mantle smashes a drive to left field for a base hit. As Philippe Ballou feels the ball, it takes a high hop. Tresh slides into third, and Mantle races on to second. Pierce takes his time with Roger Maris at bat. Maris rams the first pitch into right field. Trish comes on in to score, and a moment later, Mantle also tallies while Roger reaches second. That's all for Pierce as Don Larson is called in. Elston Howard greets Larson with a fly ball. Willie Mays pulls it down in center field. Maris tags up and heads for third base. Makes it handily with only one away. Scourin is hit by one of Larson's pitches and goes to first. With only one out, Cleet Boyer slaps a grounder to Pagan. In the attempt for the double play, the Giants just miss, and Roger Maris scores. 
Bill Stafford has a 3-0 shutout in the ninth inning. When the irrepressible Willie Mays picks on Stafford's first pitch, cracks it into left field for a double that puts the shutout in jeopardy. After retiring the next two men, Stafford faces Ed Bailey. The big catcher slams the ball to deep right field. Look out now, it's going, going, it's gone. A home run. Willie Mays scores ahead of Bailey, and the Giants trail by only one run, three to two. The tying run is now at the plate, but Davenport flies to trash for the final out, and the Yankees again lead in the series, two games to one. Bill Stafford is warmly congratulated by his mates, but he owes an assist to Roger Maris, who figured in all the Yankee runs in the seventh inning rally, started by Tresh and Matt. Another huge crowd awaits the action. After a scoreless first inning, Philippe Ballou opens the Giants' second with a hard smash down the third baseline, just out of the reach of Cleet Boyer. The ball bounces into the left field corner. Tom Tresh runs it down, and Alou pulls up with a double. With a three and two count, Tom Haller finds the next pitch in his power alley. He pulls a long drive to right. It's going, going, it's gone for the first World Series homer for the young San Francisco star who divided the catching duties with Ed Bailey this year. Philippe Ballou scores ahead of Haller. Still trailing in the sixth inning, the Yankees threaten when Mantle and Maris draw walks off rookie Bob Bolin. Pagan tries to calm Bolin, who replaced Marichal after one injured a finger in the fifth inning. But Bill Scarron rams a hard smash toward left. And it goes through for his third hit as Pagan narrowly misses on a desperate dive. Mantle scores. Boyer then picks on the first pitch for another single to the left. And it's tied 2-2 two to two as Maris comes across the plate. Jim Coach takes over the Yankee pitching in the seventh inning, and with Davenport on base and one out, Matty Alou bats for Jose Pagan. With the count two and two, Matty slaps the ball just inside third base. It goes down the line for a double that sends Davenport to third. With the left-handed batting Ed Bailey coming up to bat, Ralph Houck brings in southpaw pitcher Marshall Bridges. Dark then switches to pinch hitter Bob Neiman. Bridges is ordered to walk Neiman intentionally, and the bases are loaded with the score tied. Bridges gets a 1-1 count on Hiller. And there it goes. A long drive deep to right field. Maris can't reach this one. It's gone. Davenport scores. Matty Alou scores. Bowman, a pinch runner, scores. And here comes Hiller. He hit only three homers all year, but he's made World Series history. It's only the eighth series Grand Slam, but the first by National League. After Billy O'Dell retires Boyer in the Yankee ninth, Bowman makes a sensational stop on Lopez smash and throws him out. 
Kubek and Richardson hit safely. Then Trash gets the third straight single off Odell, and Kubek scores. But Dark stays with his pitcher, even though they're two on, and Mantle coming up. Odell makes Mantle hit the ball on the ground. Trash is forced out at second. The Giants win 7-3, and the series is all tied up again at two victories each. With the game scoreless in the third inning, Jose Pagan singles to center, and Mickey Mantle discourages any ideas about stretching the hit. After Sanford sacrifices, Chuck Hiller loops a double into left field. Pagan scores, and the Giants lead one to nothing. After the Yankees are tied to score in the fourth, Pagan leads off for the Giants in the fifth inning. He slams a tremendous shot to left. Tresh dashes back to the wall, but the ball is gone. The littlest giant of them all is swinging the hottest bat in the series. Seven hits in 12 times at bat at this point. And San Francisco has forged ahead two to one. With Richardson on third in the sixth, Sanford fires a low fastball that Maris misses. So does Haller, and Richardson breaks for the plate and is safe on a close play. The score is deadlocked again at two and two. Jack Sanford opens the Yankee eighth inning by striking out Ralph Terry. Sanford's tenth strikeout. He has allowed only three scratch hits thus far. Now Tony Kubek snaps the charm as he whistles a line drive single to right field to give the Yankees their first real solid hit off the Husky Giant. Bobby Richardson pounces on the first pitch for another line single, and the Yankees have two men aboard. That brings up Tresh, and Dark seems disturbed. the pitch. Trash swings. Look out now. There's a long drive going to deep right field. It's going, going, and it is gone for a three-run home run. Kubek and Richardson score ahead of the sensational young rookie, and the tie is shattered. An explosion that sends the Yankees in front five to two. Willie McCovey opens the San Francisco ninth with a single to center field and it kindles hopes of the Giants for a last-inning triumph. With one out, Tom Haller wraps the ball into left center with both Mantle and Tresh in hot pursuit. It's in between them for extra bases. McCovey comes galloping around to score on the two-bagger, and the Yankee margin is cut to five to three. Now with two out, it's Ed Bailey stepping to the plate. He connects for a long drive to deep right field, but it isn't long enough as Maris gathers it in near the fence, and the Yankees win to take a 3-2 edge in the series. Ralph Terry with his first World Series victory, and Tom Trash with his home run for the key men. And now it's back to San Francisco. Whitey Ford gets ready for another series start. And this time, he'll meet an old American League rival, Billy Pierce. The fans are on edge because the Giants are fighting for survival. 
It's still a scoreless tie in the fourth with one out when Ford faces Philippe Bellou, who smashes the ball toward third. Cleet Boyer dives for it, but the ball caroms away. And Bellou is safe for the hit. Ford tries to make Mays go for a bad pitch and walks him. Then there's a pickoff attempt at second base by Ford. The ball sails wildly into right field. Philippe Bellou scores all the way from second, and Mays dashes on to third. Orlando Cepeda hammers the ball into deep right center. Mandel and Maris race for it. It's in between them for extra bases. Mays trots home from third, and Cepeda pulls up at second base with a double. Jim Davenport joins the rally by smashing the single right through the middle. Cepeda scores, and the Giants jump out in front three to nothing. In the Yankee fifth, Roger Mara steps into Pierce's curveball and slams a drive to deep right field. It's going, going, it is gone. It was the first hit off Pierce, who had retired 13 straight Yankees and it cuts the giant lead to three to one. Orlando Cepeda, with two hits already, adds a third with a line single to center. Hiller scores, and the Giants have lengthened their margin to five to one. The Yankees score once in the eighth. But Pierce starts the ninth by getting trash on a fly to Matty Alou, Mays diving to the ground to avoid a collision. After Mantle is retired, Maris represents the final Yankee hope. Billy strikes him out, and the Giants win 5-2. The series is tied at three victories each. Billy Pierce pitching a dazzling three-hitter. And now the title rides on the final game. Six months of baseball now spirals to a climax in just one game. Even the vendors and players want to keep personal memories alive on film. Manager Al Dark of the Giants, however, reveals no tension. Nor does Yankee manager Ralph Howe. For the showdown game, it's Ralph Terry pitching for the New York Yankees. For the Giants, their right-handed ace, Jack Sanford. The tenth struggle moves into the Yankee fifth without a serious scoring threat on either side. Bill Scourin then bounces a single to left field to lead off the inning for the Yankees. Cleet Boyer is the next batter. He singles to left center. The ball is slowed enough on the heavy turf to allow Scourin to move on to third. Sanford now becomes wild and walks Terry. That brings Tony Kubek to the plate with the bases loaded. Nobody out. Kubek hits sharply to Pagan and... It's on to first for a double play, but Skyron scores to give the Yankees a one-to-nothing lead. Matty Alou leads off for the Giants in the ninth. 
beats out a drag bunt. With the score one to nothing, he represents the tying run. After one bunt attempt, Philippe Ballou swings away. Boyer's relieved that he missed. Philippe then strikes out. Ralph Terry also strikes out Chuck Hiller. Now Elston Howard goes out to talk to Terry while the menacing Mays steps into the box. Mays hammers the ball down the right field line. Maris, with expert fielding, rushes over, cuts off the ball, keeps it from bounding on toward the fence. He gets his throw away quickly. Straight into the hands of the cutoff man, Bobby Richardson. Bobby whirls and fires the ball to the plate just as Manny Alou is rounding third to head for home. The relay stops him. He has to go back to third while Mays continues to second with a double. And thus the tying and winning runs are in scoring position. Manager Howe talks to Ralph Terry, a tense situation where a base hit could change the picture. And it almost does. Willie McCovey hits a tremendous curving drive to right. But it's a foul ball, and the fans groan. McCovey slashes away again. A sizzling line drive, but it's right at Bobby Richardson. He grabs it as he played McCovey perfectly. The ball is hit with such power, it seems to force Bobby's hands almost to the ground. The Yankees win one to nothing on a brilliant clutch effort by Ralph Terry, the hero of the 20th World Championship won by the New York Yankees, who's carried off the field on the shoulders of his jubilant teammates. An exciting ending to a sensational season that brought thousands of thrills to millions of fans of America's national pastime.